All right, welcome back to another episode of Black Girl Brunch. My name is Iman. And I'm Sabria. And welcome on in, everybody. Um, What's up with you? Nothing much, you know, just had a weird day at work, but, you know, that's life. Go on. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, kids will be kids doing kids stuff, and it's hot, and, you know, tensions rise. And, <laughs> okay, what's, is it a war know, happening at school? No, it's just, like, kids being, like, so, I feel like, well, I don't, when I was a kid, I didn't, like, bicker, like, because I was ugly and I was fat, and I didn't want to step on <laughs> yeah, the white Yeah, I wanted toes. to stay in, like, and the thing is, I don't want nobody to talk to me when I was yeah, a kid. Yeah, they, like, they come out, you know, confident, and they, like, you know, want to, you know, just, I guess, like, they don't mind stomping around the playground. Me, I just used to just sit in the corner, eating my Lunchable, just looking at everybody. Oh, me? I ain't want no excuse for nobody to talk about me. Yeah, I ain't exactly. want no excuse. If I needed a pencil, I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to sit my ass right here and be <laughs> quiet because, you know, I went to school in North Philly. You like, you like, hey, anybody got a pencil? They like, I know, dickhead, I know you ain't talking. You like, what? Like, yeah. They just start grinding you up just no. because, just because I had both my parents in my life. So <laughs> it's just, it was just tough. Yeah. So these kids are a whole different breed. Like they don't mind bickering. They don't mind, you know, getting in arguments and awkward moments and stuff like that. I'm like, I was not with this shit when I was a kid. Uh uh-uh. uh No, thank you. I, that's why I feel like I, I, I cannot work with kids because like, I don't want them to start ruining my pristine image of kids. Oh, like, mine is ruined. I'm taking If I could get a heavier dose of birth control, I'm going to hike it up. <laughs> <laughs> Beam me up, Scotty. <laughs> That's how I feel. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, actually, my day, I don't remember it because <laughs> I've been working so hard trying to get all my shit done so I can go on vacation and I have to think about this job. I was on autopilot all day. Like, yeah, because I didn't talk to you, like, that much today. When I tell you, it's this new podcast I'm listening to called LeVar Burton Reads. And oh, I need to listen he to listens, it. He reads you adult stories, and it's been very soothing. I've just been listening to that at work and just banging things out because when I tell you I don't want to hear from Nan of them niggas when I go on vacation. I mean, <laughs> I don't want nobody reaching out to me saying, no, are you enjoying vacation? Don't talk to me. I will see you on Tuesday when I return. But do not talk to me. Mm-hmm. So, okay, moving on um, from our weekend. We actually got our first suggestion for our fave four yes. from, um, our Lux. F- from Lux. And this is one of your friends, right? Yes. Thank you so much, Lux. So, yeah, Lux um, wrote into us, and she thought it would be a great idea if we talked about our fate, our our fave for reality shows. Our reality stars, I'm sorry. Yeah, reality stars. So, Sabrina, you go first. Okay, so I watch a lot of shitty reality TV, especially <laughs> with my mom. So, um, okay, where do I start? So, I love Little Women. Um, I love all the Little Women, but I really watch L.A. and Atlanta. Um the on Atlanta, I really love the twins, the um the little twins. They're so adorable. Um and they're fun. Um and they always like twerking and stuff like that. Like that's what they're known for. Like the twerking <laughs> like twins. I love them. They're on um Little Women Atlanta, but now they're on Little Women. They're like a couples retreat and it's like turning up the heat on the couple. Oh my god. Retreat. That sounds spicy. Yeah. So that's okay, even though they okay, they count as one, even though they're twins. So okay, that's, yeah, that counts one. as one choice, yeah. Um also another favorite reality star. Um I love Dance Moms and um, I don't. Everly is good TV, but I just cannot take the way she talks to the children. No, she would. And oh my god, Everly would have been got flipped over one of them railings if um okay. I was one of the moms. Oh no, you're not talking to me or my child like that, right? And my favorite, my favorite person on that show who is like she's doing so great now is JoJo Siwa. She has you know JoJo's uh, bows and she likes has bows. I think they're like in Claire's or something like that. I love. Jojo, she's like I think she just turned like thirteen. This um, wow, and she's, she's already a hell of a dancer. And I feel shitty. You know, if you watch, if you watch Dance Moms, you know how Abby was Joe shit about Maddie because you know Maddie danced with C and stuff like that. But it's other girls that have talent. You know, <laughs> wow, you really getting fired. I up. really do because I love Dance Moms and it makes me mad because like Jojo will always be at the bottom of the pyramid and she did not deserve to be at the bottom of the pyramid. With Jojo but, Black. 
No, JoJo's a little blonde girl. Oh, okay, girl. you Nia know, I was, ready, I was ready to no, pounce. No, but Nia <laughs> is the black girl, and um, she be at the bottom of the pyramid, too. But, mm, like, not Nia, my child. Nia is, I, I do like Nia, but Nia Mom is a dickhead. Holly, she's a dickhead. If you I watch, think I've, if I you remember wa- watching it with you a little bit, and just from a little bit I watched with you, that's what I she's got. She's a dickhead. She let Abby Lee literally, like, she, I'm like, you might as well just let Abby call your daughter, like, a uh, coon. Like, you know, <laughs> you might as well. Yeah, I will mop the floor yeah. with her. Exactly. So that's two. The twins um, from Little Women, Atlanta, JoJo Siwa. Also, somebody iconic um, for the third one, New York. You yeah, know? I mean, it's, York, it's not even an you option. You got to give it to her because it wasn't. if it wasn't for her, these hoes wouldn't have no direction. Like, no. New York, Tiffany Poehler is hilarious. She's always, like... She's even gotten funnier, like, you know, the older she's gotten, yeah. like, on Big Brother, when she thought that, um, she thought David and the house died, but they were talking <laughs> about David Bowie, and, um, <laughs> but it's not funny, but David actually no. died, oh, wow. uh, like, he died, like, who, like, after the taping. That's terrible. And she had, she made TV shirts that said, oh, no, no, she made T-shirts that said, David's dead, but she had to pull up off her site, because he actually died. Oh, but uh, <laughs> that is uh, you know that's something very unfortunate. that will, yeah, <laughs> something that everybody will laugh about in a few years. Yeah, but uh, it was Liza Minnelli's husband, David, the one he looked real scared. Like he looked like his face literally was like plastic. Wow, that's not surprising. Yeah. Liza Minnelli, anything. I think like it was Liza Minnelli's husband. Is Liza Minnelli still alive? No, I think she croaked. Whoa. Okay. Um. Also, okay. So New York. Mm-hmm. My last one. Let's see, this is a tough one. My last one because I love um, Real Housewives of Atlanta. Um, But this last season, like, my favorite people just was like, I'm just like, yo, like, because I love freaking Frank. Like, I loved freaking Frank. (laughs) But then I found out freaking Frank was all fraud. Okay, freaking Frank is Phaedra and Portia, right? Yeah. Okay. So. Look at me. I I know this. I found out they all was frauding. And I'm just like, wow. So I'm like, do I like them or no, whatever? No, I know for I a fact just, I hate Phaedra and Ani. I, I don't watch the show, but I listen to enough people talk about the show to know who I hate and who I don't. Phaedra, she, I can't stand her little gummy beer face. <laughs> I just don't like her. She, um, I really and did like her, though. I don't she, like Portia either. She too dumb. Like, she, she way too dumb She is, and I didn't realize it till after the show. I'm like, I'm not really feeling her, but I do love... See, I just love reality TV, so I love... Oh, my God. I just I love... Atlanta Housewives and, you know, Real Housewives of Potomac. Like, I watched that because my mom, we only allowed to watch the Black Housewives. I'm sorry. That's what we only watched <laughs> at my house. We watched that. I don't know if this counts as a um, as a reality show. Um, it might. My 600-pound life. Um, Wait, so this your fifth choice? No, it's my fourth. I said I, I wanted to go with somebody oh, okay. on Housewives, but I couldn't. I'm trying to think. Cause, so you um, wasted a minute. Oh, okay, got it. <laughs> Great. My 600-pound life, I really like the doctor on there because he be, he's very calm, but then he'll get people together, and you know. I love people When you like see that. him, like, you know in the real world when they had that room, like the confessional room? Uh-huh. So you know if it's an episode and um, Dr. Uh, oh, my gosh, why am I forgetting his name? Nar- something like that. And if you see him in a confessional, you know this pers- this patient is in some shit, some Damn. deep shit. So, yeah, doctor from My 600-Pound Life. I, love I mean, honestly, if it was more than four, I could go on because I my yeah, yeah, that's, you and your. That's why I'm saying, like, I felt so lost because I'm like, yo, I really don't be. You really be about this reality Me show. Me and my life. mom, we, we love shitty All TV. All I watch is ID and, like, Andrew Zimmer, like, Bizarre <laughs> Foods. But anyway. Anyway, um, my favorites, the first is New York, which is, Iconic. again, like, it's just, it should be everybody's first choice, or at least on their list of favorite reality exactly, stars. Exactly, because she made this She's shit. so funny. Like, I never forget how she was coming for hoops in the first season. Like, she came back after getting rejected, then had her own two, like, date and spinoffs, which yeah. is just funny. Like, look, looking at how dramatic she was back then and how outrageous, like, her lashes and, like, mm-hmm. eyeshadow and stuff was. Like, I can't wait to Valentine's Day when VH1 put her back on, like, that yes. marathon because, like, I live for that shit. Like, I literally live for it. Yes. Um, 
Next on my list is going to be Tanisha from Bad Girls Club. Oh, duh. I live for Bad Girls Club because I was such an angry teenager. And, like, just watching <laughs> other people fight on TV just made me so happy. Like, never forget when them bitches was waking her up and she got them pots and pans. It's like, I ain't getting no sleep because of y'all. <laughs> that was so iconic. To this day, so, that makes me want to take back my fourth choice. And make it Tanisha? No, not Tanisha. Nelly? No, make it Judy. I hated <laughs> you. I hated Judy. I wanted to punch her right in her face. Like, oh, I my gosh. Like she was her. so hilarious. I don't like people who get beat up and still continue to talk. <laughs> I, I, it's confusing you to me. You got respect it. No, I don't. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know you'll get beat up and you're still talking? Yeah. No, I hated Judy. She was like, hilarious. My blood is boiling as you say that you like her because I feel like you're doing it to make me mad. No, she really was funny to me. But who is it? <laughs> no. Okay, so my third person is Max from Catfish because he is he really don't be thinking shit funny. Like when a catfish get caught and she playing around or he playing around and they got that dumbass smile on his face, he'll literally be like, why are you smiling? You played with someone's feelings. You wasted their money. What? It, why did you do it? He said, we came all the way out here. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not his job. He's like, yeah, we flew all the way to Atlanta. I'm like, Max, it's your job to, to find people. Like, MTV paid for this. He always making like they wasted his time. Like, he was, like, really doing something serious, like a documentary in, like, a, a third world country. And then he had to stop for that bullshit. So, but he he's, like, he gets to the bottom of it. Like, he, he don't funny. think it's funny. And my fourth one is very underrated. It's um, Safari that was on uh, Flavor of Love in oh, Charm yes. School. She was funny as shit. I never forget she when she got kicked off that episode <laughs> and they was breaking the fight up. She said she took my lip chat. <laughs> and then when she asked the um when she asked Layleen and she was like, You mad? <laughs> she was like, oh, I was like, good mother. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that every day. No, that that oh my god. And her hair, she just uh, Yeah, she was ahead of the curve. She like was her her weave was like how these bitches weaves look now. Like her shit was like I wanna know where where are they now? Like I gotta I, know. But I remember she said, Oh, that's why she fought that girl because she her hair, hair was eight hundred dollars, she said. Yeah, she's a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so all right, well that one got out of control, but I oh my god, I didn't think that I would have this much fun because I don't really watch reality TV, but that was actually fun. So yeah. thank you so much, Lux. We yeah. appreciate it. And thank, thank you so much for just always commenting and showing us love on yes, social media anyway. We yeah. really appreciate it. Um all right, so now we're moving into our tea time topics, and the first thing we're talking is insecure. Yes. Um, you said this episode was boring and I, I thought it was I thought it was boring, like you know what? I probably thought it was boring because it was so much like real life. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think that's why it was boring because it was so much like real life. And also, like, I'm so anxious to see, like you were saying, like, Issa, like, what's her savage you going to look like? Like, I'm so anxious to see that. Right. So that's why I'm like, uh, like, push through this exactly. episode. This episode was like a connector for what's going to happen yeah. next. But, like, one of the big things that I saw, that I, like, the stalking, like, you know, Issa found her ex-man, her ex's new girl, and she, like, was stalking her nonstop. And I'm just like, yo, everybody make make it seem like that's such a loser thing to do, but enough of us can relate to that. Like, Yeah, exactly. Just... And then seeing Tasha Instagram made me be like, this is exactly why I'm like, because she seemed like the type of bitch that'd be like, like, she literally, like, she posts a picture of her squatting on a dildo, and it just, <laughs> like, be in her inbox, and she be like, y'all so thirsty. It's like, um, bitch. <laughs> I can't stand Instagram <laughs> girls like that. Like, they will post the craziest thing, like, deep throat and a pickle, and then somebody hit them up in the yeah, inbox. but it's more to me. Yeah, it's more or they'll be me like, you so thirsty. Like, that's the first thing they say. They be like, I want a date. These niggas so thirsty. It's like, um, you thirsty too. Deep and then throat they, and a uh, Velasco pickle. Then they'll, then they'll post, like, a graphic. They was like, pray for her. This yeah. Time. It's like, but you don't want that type of nigga. Sis, you know you don't. Just say, say what you want to say is that I enjoy compliments. Yeah, exactly. Just say that, and it's cool. And attention. It's cool, because we all like Even attention. though I do, like I said, I don't necessarily like Tasha, but I be feeling bad for her. Like, I think I feel bad for her because she's just so cute and pretty, and it seems like her family rely on her so much, and she just want a nice a nice man. I feel like, listen, if Tasha get her a good man, she gonna take care of that man forever. And Lawrence, though, is just not that guy. Like, he he's not, not he that He a guy. fucking wreck. Like, he is a wreck. Like, if yeah. you look up somebody that, he's a 
wreck. He's in shambles, and he needs to work on himself. He does. And that's such a pet peeve of mine. Like, when people, uh, guys do it. Like, they'll get right out of a relationship that they've been in for a long time. Five years. Yeah, and then they'll jump into something else. And now you sitting on another bitch couch watching shows. Exactly. It's just like, she should know. She should know, but he shouldn't even be. He's been doing this for the past three months with this girl. He needs to go back to his mother house because that's how he he (laughs) acting like he just with his his mom, like, sitting on the couch watching TV. Exactly. And, like, Lawrence, I've missed Team Lawrence for a long time because I was like, yeah, he was getting himself together. But then recently in this episode, Kelly mentioned that he was sitting on the couch for two years with that whack-ass business plan. So Mm -hmm. this nigga was out of work for two years, not getting no shape up, smelling like shit probably, (laughs) with them ugly-ass clothes on. He was on the couch (laughs) while Issa was going to work and dealing with her own things. Yeah. So, like, I do understand why she cheated, but I also, like, that's part of his personality to get like that, you know, to kind of slack and to, you know, fall off. Yeah, because he had, no like, zero motivation, and that shit is irritating. Like, I feel for Issa for that, because, like, I went through that shit. Like, a bitch just wanted a fucking popsicle. Like, <laughs> I just wanted a fucking popsicle and walk you in the park. just wanted a lick. Like. Yeah, I just want. And this nigga couldn't even get me a bitch a fucking popsicle Damn. and take me to the park. And that's how I felt, like, when Issa said that I don't want to sit on this couch for you, yeah. with you all these years. And I felt that shit. Like, that's why I feel for her. And I didn't cheat. I fucking should have in the, know. you know, the long Keisha run. Cole. Yes. Keisha, Keisha Cole. Cole moment yeah but um molly actually like i'm happy she's starting to talk to her therapist that's number one yes and number two i'm very happy that they kind of show what it's like for like black women working in corporations that shit really touched my soul because Mm -hmm. you know you rub elbows with all these guys you do whatever you can so that you know you can develop some relationship with them but it kind of show no matter what you know you do they never gonna see you as anything else yeah you know what i mean it's just that's how it is I felt like I said, like working in like corporate America, number one, Mm -hmm. and having worked in television and you having worked in film, like mostly male dominated, you know, yes, like industries. It's just so discouraging when men just do not, no matter what you do, how hard you work, how sharp you dress, see you as an equivalent. Yeah. And we're going to get into that a little bit later Mm -hmm. when we talk about the, um, the sunken place. But I just wanted to share with you, did you know that that actress Yvonne I think I forget her last name, so I'm not going to even do it. She's a virgin, and she's 32. Did you know that? Molly? In real life. Oh, I didn't know that. that I thought that was so impressive and cool that, that is, she kind of, like, put that on. Yeah, I was like, sis, girl, okay. Like, that is, she said that she, like, saving it for the one, wow. like, until she get married. And I think she's Nigerian, so she said she's, mm-hmm. like, deeply, deeply religious, and she is nothing like Molly in real life. That's crazy. She has sex scenes. I know. That's why I said. How she know? But okay, I guess you know. It's enough. It's enough <laughs> content in, on the internet for you to That's figure crazy. out. That's crazy. Thirty two. I couldn't even make it to fucking twenty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I was say I thought I was a. Uh, I thought I was a saint. Here she is, thirty two. But wow, that was pretty. Um, it's just pretty cool to know. Yeah, just do your thing, girl. Exactly. <laughs> Everybody has a right to be modest if that's what they want. Yeah. But um, like you said, the best part about this episode was at the end when Issa spread them clothes in the closet and laid in the center of that bed because that's how you know you don't give a fuck no more when you lay in the center of your bed because you're starting to recognize the fullness of being mm-hmm. single. Like, fuck all that my side of the bed, nigga. This is all mine. It's yep. all mine. Exactly. So, can't wait for next week. As always, we'll be live tweeting. Um, yeah, I didn't get to live tweet this um, this week because I was at a family reunion, which was very fun. And also, um, we didn't get to talk about the Game of Thrones because I fell asleep um, 12 yeah. minutes. But did you know what? Yeah. It's okay. It's all right because next you know, week we're going to come at y'all. Exactly. We're going to come at y'all. And this is real fucking life. Like, a bitch is sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, moving on to real life, Rihanna is a real woman, apparently, right? She's beautiful. So, like everybody else, sometimes she gains a little bit of weight. Sometimes she's not always the same size. Sometimes she might not be working out when she's off a tour. And recently, you know, she's gained a little bit of weight, and she looks fan. Fantastic. She exactly. literally looks like a real life snack. Like, yeah, I don't exactly. understand. And the, like, and her titties sitting up. Like, Perf- she look, oh my god, she looks great. That's that's the good news. She, she looks great. She looks fantastic. So we, this isn't even really news. It's just <laughs> she's been on the red carpet a lot for her new movie premiere, Valerian, and mm-hmm. people have just been running their mouth. Like, rather they calling her thick Anna. Some people have went as far as to say fat, and I'm like, y'all don't know fat. Like, I'm not that there's anything wrong with being fat anyway, but like that's just ain't it. Yeah, like, sis is all not even 
even a, probably a, a solid size six. Yeah, and they right. still like they're trying to talk about it. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm so happy that Rihanna don't give a fuck. It's like so inspiring to me. Yeah. She looks great. She looks great. So that's that's all we want to say is that Rihanna looks better than the rest of us still. <laughs> still. Like clearly. Me, you, all of us. Yeah. Like she looked better. Yeah. Speaking of somebody who looks better. <laughs> okay, Lala just, you know, Lala been having that got cheated on glow. Yeah, she has. Which doesn't happen to me. Like, <laughs> like when, when I'm sad, I look sad. Like, I, I know, just I'm really so, look terrible. I had it, I think, one day. Like, I had it, <laughs> I had it maybe one day. And I, and I, you know, I took a picture that day. I remember it vividly. I had it one day, but I've since lost it. I don't, I don't give <laughs> and a haven't fuck. felt it. I did not give a fuck. But she, <laughs> she looks so great. And Carmelo Anthony is being thirsty. Yeah, so he not only, I mean, at the, the night of the BET Awards, which is also Lala Anthony's birthday, uh, Carmelo posted a picture, and, you know, it was like, happy birthday, baby. You look just as beautiful as before I cheated on you. You know what I mean? He <laughs> I posted that on take Instagram. take sorry ass to the basement, nigga. <laughs> exactly, or whatever little one-bedroom loft you at yeah, right go now. go to the fucking couch, you Lawrence-ass bitch. <laughs> but then, <laughs> re- like, over the weekend, he posted another photo of her with the world emoji, heart emoji, and eyes emoji. And like, I know Lala, you know, she mentioned how, even though, like, her marriage is kind of, you know, what happened happened. She didn't go into details. She still love him, you know, because marriage is marriage, and it's just, it's just hard. But I just love seeing, like, men who cheat cheated like suffer like not exactly. being able to have a girl back like having a everybody calling you stupid and you can't do anything about it because he fucking stupid that hairband must have been too tight absolutely it had to be because Lala like everybody always try to be like oh plastic surgery do a lot for you but Lala always look good I don't know what y'all drinking whatever era she was in she always look yeah, good whether she got pretty. some stuff done or not she's been pretty like, girlfriend has been gorgeous, so. Cheers for Carmelo Anthony suffering. <laughs> I shout love out it. to any man suffering. Like, shout, I love it. No, shout keep, out to men suffering who cheat because they cheated. Exactly. Like, I don't like, want keep you, I don't on like, suffering. Yeah, cheaters, I, in general, like, just, I hope that it hurts. Like, that's exactly. what I'm saying. So, all right, we're going to move on to somebody else who was a little bit hurt <laughs> after the comments that they said. Over the weekend. Yes. Or last week, actually. You okay, sis? That's how I felt. Right. So, um, a certain bald headed rosebud (laughs) by the name of Amber Rose sat down with uh, the podcast Drink Champs, and (laughs) they were just talking to her, which I don't know why. She doesn't have any projects going on outside of the slut walk, which Mm -hmm. it seems to be. That shit been going on for like 40 years. Like, I feel like it's only happened one time, but I've been hearing about it for seven (laughs) years. You know what I mean? Like, I felt like by now well, it should have been walk more Well, was slut a walk. thing, but she hijacked it. Like, that was a thing. And then she took it over and said, Amber Rose is slut walk. Because the slut walk was a, it was already an wow. established okay. event. And she just put a name on it. Well, whatever the case would have been, I wouldn't have been in that walk. Because I'm just, that's just not my type of feminism. Like, um, I'm yeah, not for, like, I'm, I'm going to shake my titty, bitch. Like, I'm actually. Yeah, like, bitches showing up the Arby's with their nipples out. Like, this is my right. It's like, uh, yeah, all right. Okay. It is, but we fucking at but Arby's right now. I'm equal pay, sis. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Like, at the end of the day, I'm just trying to have it's a... It's kind of like white feminism. I, exactly, it exactly. It's, it's, it's like, white feminism. Or people who don't read, but they want to be a part of it. They want yeah. They want to wear the beads, <laughs> like they don't want to wear a shirt. Or they want to say, what the fuck that shit say? Um, this, this pussy grabs back. It's like, got it. <laughs> That get that checked out. Or they they have a they have a shirt with a uterus on it. It's like grow a pair. Like what the fuck? You're like all right. That shit makes me want to die. Same. I told you the same <laughs> about people who like are obsessed with breastfeeding in public. Like you yeah. walk by and they're like, yeah, I'm feeding my baby. You got a problem with it? It's like I didn't even fucking say nothing to you. What are you talking about? Or they'll like put it on Facebook and be like, I don't care who's offended by me feeding my baby. It's like. All right, like we like just put your titty give, back in there. And I don't, chill. You just want to show your titty. Just say it. Like just say that's what you <laughs> want to do. Just breastfeed your child and be quiet. Anyway, that type of feminism is so annoying to me because yeah. it just, in my opinion, it does not. It's not as proactive as it's you not, think. And it's not inclusive. Do your thing. Do whatever you want. Um, at least you're doing something, I guess. But at the end of the day, like. I feel like our ancestors who really, really fall for feminism is probably like, bitch, I wrote all these essays on intersectionality <laughs> just so you can, like you said, go shake your titties on Arby's. Like, really? That's how we're going to do it? But all right, fine. Anyway, 
she sat down with uh, this podcast, and the podcast host asked her how did she make it to the top, which I'm sorry, didn't know she was at the <laughs> top, but that was fucking news to me. And she responded by saying, oh, sorry, guys, we live in Philly. That was an alarm. I mean, what was that? That was a like fire a, truck. Or a cop car. Yeah. I don't think it probably picked up, though. I think it did. It one hundred percent that, but yeah, it's okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, they were asking her how she rose to the rose to the top, and she was like, you know, where I'm from, you know, people aren't traditionally, you know, they're not traditionally beautiful. What the fuck's that got to do with the price of milk? And <laughs> and you know, being beautiful as beautiful women know what the fuck <laughs> as beautiful women know. Like she said, it like that's like a whole like. <laughs> like it's like a problem you know what I mean like it's an epidemic being beautiful and like the struggles that beautiful women go through are just like so like terrible and I'm like first of all the first thing the first thing I said was like I'm from Philadelphia bitch what do you mean that we not traditionally beautiful yeah cause I saw some real like it's funny cause after she made that comment like I just been seeing the baddest bitches that ever like not even think about myself I'm like yo like, my friend's pretty as shit like I'm I don't know say, what I never, about. like the thing is I'm like yeah I'm I'm funny looking, and sometimes I do be fucking hit. So I wasn't offended because I'm like, true. But I was thinking about the other bitches that I see. <laughs> I was thinking about the other bitches that I see, and I'm like, that's not true. That's that doesn't that doesn't yeah. ring true for them. I about to say it's a lot. Of, I know a lot of pretty girls. Like I said, the first thing I wasn't even like me. I'm like, first of all, my friends are pretty. That's what I was saying. Like I'm, I got I'm like, she might have she might have saw me one day and saw that shit. I'm like, alright, like I'm cute, but I'm not gonna be that bitch that like some. I'd be like, no, look at her. She the bad dog. I'm like, don't make me the face of Philly. Like, we you gonna let us down. Like, you know right? what I mean? Don't do it to me. But what got me was the word traditional. Like, what do you like? This I, we all know Ambrose is stupid. So, for, with that being said, you cannot take everything that she says to heart. But what she needs to learn is that all words have a meaning. You know yeah. what I mean? I listen to the read, and Crystal says it all the time. Like, words mean things. So, whether you meant it that way or not, you said traditionally beautiful, and they're not that. But you're saying you're traditionally beautiful. The only thing, first of all, bitch, you got a bald head. So, I don't know what's <laughs> traditional about that, number yeah. one. But number two, like, the only thing I could think about, you that was different was your light skin. Yeah, your light skin. And it's like... um the thing is, sometimes I feel for Ambrose because she sometimes doesn't know what to say and she doesn't know how to, you know, um, articulate things. And I'm the same way, you know, but just be quiet, though. Exactly. Because the thing is, nobody asked you that question. So how did we get here? Like, he asked you how you rose to the top and you said growing up beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And like, I can tell you right now, Amber Rose could have been like, you know what? I didn't even intend to rise to the top. But I think when I'm when you yourself and you stay unique, you it's always a way it's always an opportunity, okay. whether you would expect it or not. Like, bitch, because that wasn't who does your like, media let's, training. let's be real. Like, that was not on your mind like going to the top you was no, Kanye Ky- was um bitch and you caught some attention and, and good for you yeah and then you decided to capitalize on it and exactly. that's what's up cause let me let a, let a bitch be like oh who that tall ass girl right there I'm gonna I'm a next next thing you know I'm gonna have like my own line of hot sauce or something yeah right because why are y'all all eyes on me I'm gonna profit off that shit right so you were smart for that but let's just let's not pretend like this fate didn't just fall on you okay? exactly alright girl so, that, but her apology is what fucked me up because it was weird. She, she was like, "I'm a Libra, you know. I love every. First of all, it's a lot of Libras as dickheads. Like, she, I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> I'm gonna say yeah, that, but actually, that's no not like, air signs, like my little brother. You know, like, he just be y'all are known to be classic dickheads. That's my sister's sign. Love Libras, you know. But you know, it's you know, it's known. But she said that she was like, "I love everybody." I'm actually a and sweetheart. It's like, but she was like, "I'm not that superficial." But it's like. You know, honestly, I don't think she's that super. No, and big. she said she you can tell that by the guy, the the guys that she did. Exactly. And she was saying, um, yeah, like she said, she was cringing, like hearing herself say that. Exactly. I'm, and I do believe that, but it just was a. I'd rather for her not to say that than say like, or give it a few days. That's what it was. Don't go on Snapchat to complain on your steps. She was like yeah. sitting on the steps, like on Snapchat, like y'all. I'm sorry, that was like my bad. Like, I and then heard. remember she started saying, um, you know, I'm in love with this dope ass. Dude, like, I'm like, bitch, you, so you, 
always turn your up. apology into like this skinny neck nigga that you with right now. Like nobody <laughs> asked. Like you could have just kept the apology about the people you offended, but yeah. you started talking about your love life because you just a dickhead. Like that's that's what it all comes down yeah, to. It's her being stupid, and we gave her too much credit, and I'm we taking did. it back. I'm we sorry. Gave too, we gave her too much credit. We gave and, her too much credit, and I'm you know I'm willing to admit that that yeah. I gave her way too much credit because I you know what I thought Amber Rose was going to be a suit. I always say this like yep. I thought that she was going like do kind of what Cardi B is doing like I ain't got to dance like I ain't got to do that shit no more like mm-hmm. look at me like I'm getting the attention of not only just like the hood but I'm getting like the attention of mainstream media which mm-hmm. counts in in sense of you know that's pretty impactful when a stripper starts yeah. getting on Dancing with the Stars that's yeah. pretty impactful but you know what she's still dumb she's gonna, so, she gonna be on Dancing with the she Stars was. she was no 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 Amber oh, Amber, oh yeah, she yeah, was. yeah she was that means something but I mean like Cardi B when you know, I don't dance now. Yeah. I make money moves. Like, yeah. she could have been on that. She still make money moves, but she never going to reach her full potential because she's a dud. She's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. So, moving on from her, and also fuck everybody who thought that that was in any way, shape, or form okay to say. Or, so like, y'all know what she meant. No, I'm not here to know what people meant. I'm here to know what they said. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Y'all could get canceled, too. <laughs> All right, so that wraps it up for tea time. <laughs> Moving on into the sunken place, and we have two losers. I know. Wow. My, the bottom of my stomach. Prime just, is just running rampant tonight. I <laughs> The bottom of my stomach, like I just felt like a nauseating pain. Like just looking at these two names and knowing what we're about to talk about is just very so the fat one first yeah okay so we'll we'll do the big one um so rick ross was doing his favorite thing at the breakfast club um talking shit um and and it's so funny talking shit and breathing heavy both these things happen on the breakfast club because they're they're trash that's what it all comes down to they're trashy as fuck but anyway rick ross was on the um breakfast club and angela yee asked him why he didn't sign any, like, female rappers yet. And he said pretty much that if I sign a female rapper, I'm going to have to fuck her. You know what I mean? Because yeah, just, at the end of the day, if I'm paying for shoot. your photo shoot and I'm paying for your video shoot, well, I'm going to have to fuck you. And everybody laughs, and he's like, oh, no, 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 seriously, but uh, no. And then this nigga say that's not what he meant or something. Well, what the fuck did you Okay, mean? so I have his apology here because this is the same dumb-ass apology all niggas, like, say after they offend women okay he goes like you know i have the utmost respect for women because of my mother and my sister no because you like to get your rocks off and pussy so right and then he goes this well, the, all women don't have pussy sorry he goes my operation wouldn't run without you know my mother and my uh sister and i have respect for women in the industry i have a daughter myself the most cherished gift in the world well that is even worse because yeah, this is not his first strike okay exactly because when he said that i put molly on her champagne and she didn't even know it that's rape right and you ain't even know and a remix it was like two years ago he was under fire then like he everybody lost a deal ex- with and this comment also is is a part of rape culture exactly well. so you know he he goes and says that he puts something into my drink she don't even know it he take her home and do something to her she don't even know it he has to apologize then and not because he gave fuck because he lost that them sponsorship they mm-hmm. start fucking with that bag and he felt the need to come forth so mm-hmm. you would think his fat ass would have learned after that like they took your money fool like you already been under fire for disrespecting women and then you say it again and that just goes to show that he A doesn't know any better and B that's how he truly feels exactly. about women exactly like I don't get like that is so disgusting like and who's to say that you have to pay for her photo shoots you know or how about this you pay for Meek Mill and Wiley photo shoot do you have to feel the need to fuck them yeah no why because you can control yourself right so if you can control yourself with them why not with women like I'm just come i'm really sensitive to you know men not seeing me as a as a equal no matter how hard i try exactly. these days or a person like they just see you as like a toy like an object no matter how hard you work no yeah. matter how hard you work no matter how much you show so he can have an artist that's full of talent but because he's paying for this shit he's he's entitled to fuck her because she's a woman rick ross you know what you can croak 
Okay, exactly. you can really croak. Like it, this is this is just ridiculous how disrespectful you are to women, and I really do urge a lot of y'all who think this is no big, that no, not that big of a deal, to watch how you spend your money and you make these rappers rich because that's why they think they can continue to mm-hmm. say stuff because no one truly boycotts them. Yeah. They really don't. Like, because that was really disgusting. Like, just thinking about that. Like, somebody, you know, working hard and stuff, and you said you have to fuck them. What if she oh, said no? Oh, I have no. to. I'm, I'm going to have yeah, to fuck Like, her. what if she says mm-hmm. no or something like that? That's what I'm thinking of. Like, and you say you have to do it. Like, you know, that everybody's not going to be open to sleep with you. Exactly. And no, nobody owe you the right. That's like... You, like, you know, a lot of women can feel that way sometimes where, like, bosses or people have pressures on them that they got to do. They kind of got to stroke their ego to, you know, to stay in good favor with their supervisors or mm-hmm. they feel like they can't tell HR. So that may seem like a joke to you, but that rings truth for way too many women yeah, for you to be making a joke. a joke. It's not even undercover anymore. And people need to stop with these thinking. It's, it, the thing is so many things out here to laugh at. You still can make fun of certain people, but certain things are just not funny. And you learn it when you get older and you learn more and you educate. And you're like, yo, this shit is really not funny. Like, it's, it's nothing... The way you spin that is not funny and that also like you know is going into the second person that's in the sunken place how things are not you know funny exactly so our next um person in the sunken place may be a comedian and people think nowadays just because they're a comedian they can say whatever they want and if you think that we are being too like harsh like look back our first show we talked about bill um, Mar about how his com- comments like weren't funny. Just because you're a comedian don't mean you can say whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, there are not, boundaries to comedy. Exactly. It's not funny to say the most disgusting thing you could possibly think of. Like every group, especially minorities, there are there are words you do not say. You don't say you don't call gay people the F word. Yeah. You don't call black people the N word. And it's just you don't go there because it's not funny and it's hurtful and it has a really bad history. Exactly. Like, and when you start, the older I, I've gotten and like, you know, talking to more people and educating myself, I understand why these things aren't funny because, you know, you think about the context and the connotations, like, you know, of these things and you just realize you're like you know this isn't funny because xyz can happen you know that i'm thinking it as a joke but you know this person can go out in the street and somebody say something to them and it can result into something like very bad which you know goes into the next person is in a sunken place okay so you probably know by now is a uh, little duval and if you don't know him it's okay like he's really not that you don't he, need to know he wanted to be that nigga and he just not like my nigga no. you 40 years old and instagram is that platform for you so That's you it. gotta you know what i mean you just gotta chalk it up to a like being a B-list celebrity, but I think that he's D-list. Yeah, he is a art, a nice subtle R-list celebrity yeah. because he was able to get on the Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. But this is what people know him for now instead of his actual body of work. Yeah. But um, Lil Duval was on the Breakfast Club and he was um somehow they got on um trans women because uh, cis people are so obsessed with trans women. Yeah, and. DJ Envy somehow asked him, you know, what if you slept with a woman and then you found out that she was actually trans? And he goes, this might sound messed up and I don't care, (laughs) but she dying. I can't deal with that. I can't do that. You manipulated me to believe in this thing. In In my mind, I'm gay now. That's what he goes. And, you know, Charlemagne tried to clean it up. He was like, that's a hate crime. But it just got worse. Like, it just got worse yeah. because then DJ Envy takes a book of Janet um, Mock, who was ju- who's a trans um, activist, trans woman, and she really goes hard for trans women of color. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, look at her. She's pretty. So you mean you tell me you wouldn't? Kind of like trivializing everything about just making fun of it. This yeah, is people's exactly. lives. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is people's lives. And. What really, I mean, Lil Duvall, if he said what he said in the Breakfast Club, didn't bust out in laughter and giggling and kikiing like they're not all 40-year-old fucking grown men. These are 40-year-old men kikiing and hooting and hollering. And it's just not funny. It's it's nothing funny funny about somebody just trying to exist and make it from day to day. Like, it's not funny. It's not. And I'm getting, like, sick, like, just even thinking about what he, you know, said because it's something that I feel very passionate about. Um, Growing up, you know, I had... um, 
when I was a kid, like, you know, four and five, there was a trans woman that my grandma was best friends with. Her name was Edna, and she came and, you know, helped with housework. My grandma was sick and things like that. So I grew up in a household where, you know, even though I, my mom, you know, she did say the T-slur, and I had to tell her, you know, why it's not okay to say that. But she grew up in, like, the 90s and stuff. Yeah. She thought it was okay, like a term of endearment, and she thinks it's a cute word, which it's not. But <laughs> I told her to stop saying it, and she does not say it anymore. Um, but I never grew up in a household that trans women weren't respected. Cause I, when I was younger, I would live with my grandma and my mom and my mom never, my mom always respected trans women's womenhood. She didn't care about, you know, if they was pre-op or post-op or anything, she always respected trans women's womenhood. And a lot of the problem is people get this language from their parents exactly and like i could even say that because you know i my dad is like um masculinity in a bottle so he just not trying to hear it and if if i take if i learn anything from him i wouldn't have a ounce of anything outside of just like the norm Mm -hmm. and my mom is the same way but for some reason it just didn't touch me because i feel like that's almost not an excuse because the media is so powerful and it's just you got to want to understand you got to learn how to unlearn and relearn and a lot of people don't want to do that even though I grew up in like like you know a home that was very accepted, you know I got out in the world and there were some things that I would say that was not okay, mm-hmm. and I realized you know that this is not okay, and I had to unlearn that. It took me a while, you know, unlearning because it was like you know even when I was in college, you know wow. there was something. <laughs> I know, crime. But um, (laughs) even when I was in college, there were some things that I was saying that was, you know, not, you know, the correct thing to say. And I learned that, you know, this is not okay. It's not, I I really don't understand what he said was not funny because trans women are in, like, um, you know, disagree. We funny on this podcast and stuff, but this is serious. Mm -hmm. Trans women are dying at a rapid rate rate black and latina trans women do not specifically specifically they do not make it to the age of 35 right 35 i'll be 35 in 10 years Mm. that'll be here before i know it and i there is not there is nothing in me i I feel positive about making it to 35 i'm actually that's it hurts me because that's the age that i'm excited to be exactly because you're in your prime you're like that's my prime and you know what just like little duval because there are a lot of people who just feel like he didn't say anything wrong there are a lot of people who think that okay all he's saying is that he don't, ain't nothing wrong with being trans. He just don't want to sleep with one. I saw a lot of people on Twitter being like, everybody not gay and everybody not this. Okay, first of all, what what needs to be said here is that, okay, if you're not comfortable with the idea of, you know, trans women yet, that could be wrong, but that's fine. You know what I mean? But there's a way that you can say that. And death certainly doesn't have to be the option because there are tons of women who get deceived every day by niggas and we do not kill them. Exactly. And they're cisgender men. They do dirty shit to us all the time. You know, have kids and whatever the case may be. That's number one. Number two, saying you're going to kill somebody is never, 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 ever, ever, ever okay. And also sex does not equal gender. Like that's the the big thing. Like it does not, you know, it's something that we have to unlearn. Like it does not make it, you know, people need to stop having such a negative connotation with also the word gay. And also another thing is, Trans women are not gay men. Yeah. They are not. And like I was telling you mm-hmm. last night that all of this stems from Mari mm-hmm. and Jerry Springer because what they did was capitalize on making a mockery of trans women. Like, Mari, that's a man, like, whatever. They were never men. Right. They are trans women. And that... You know, growing up, you know, especially in the 90s with that type of culture and that stuff being on TV it's and that stuff loud. being... It's yeah, very loud. It's very loud. It overshadows, you know, the things that are right. Because that was the stuff that... Because, you know, I would watch that when I was a kid. Like, I would actually look forward to those exactly, episodes. Exactly. Because you'd be like, oh, a hot mess is about to happen. But then yeah. when you start thinking about people like, you know, 
just when you know trans women, like I was saying this, people who have favorite colors and favorite foods and like to stay in the house and watch TV, they're not always supposed to be a spectacle. They're not always supposed to be, you know, somebody, you know, loud and manipulative and manipulative is something I want to touch on because Mm -hmm. that's what this little Duval thing kind of touches on this idea that like, oh, trans women are just out here posing as women, preying on cisgender men to try to get them to sleep with them. Like, y'all don't even know what happened. Like you said, most most um, trans women do disclose beforehand and they don't have to even have to sleep with you for you to want to kill them anyway. Exactly. And like, if they don't tell you, it's for their safety. People, they're dying at a higher rate. This, exactly. You know, people always want to talk about how black lives matter and this lives matter. You cannot fucking say black lives matter unless you include trans lives in this because, like... You're no worse than white people at the beginning of of voters' rights or white women when they were just trying to get rights for white women and and not black women. It's just like at every revolution, you have people who still want to be exclusive. They just want to get in line. They don't want to actually help other people being oppressed. Yeah, exactly. And, like, y'all, a lot of people saying hateful shit on Twitter, and trans women were doing nothing but minding their business and taking up for themselves, and y'all still was spewing hateful shit. Like, all trans people have to do is mind their business like when I was getting on the train there was somebody that was like you know non-gender con- uh, non-gender confirmed uh, and, and conformant. you should explain that for somebody yeah. for people so you know um when you are like non-binary and non-gender conforming um you don't settle with just one gender like someday you might feel more masculine or feminine or you might be in between like and your pronouns may be you know gender neutral pronouns like they them theirs Mm -hmm. or you might like pronouns like she her or he him Mm -hmm. it's just you know i know it's a you know, a lot to get used to. It's uncomfortable, yeah. Yeah, and gender is a spectrum. Like, you know, it's in learning about that, I also learned, you know, a lot about myself. Because I'm like, wow, like, I never really felt like, you know, a like straight up like girl right. like you know and you know I talk I was about girl. this all the time yeah. because I always have such like while I'm like a girly girl and I love me eight makeup and Beyonce and like dancing and stuff like that. When it comes to like how I move and and the, like as far as my business is concerned and my personal life and my emotions I'm very very masculine yeah like I said it all the time and that's why dating is very difficult for me because I'm such a masculine person in that way and I was confused about it growing up but now knowing what I know I feel liberated and that's what people need to understand y'all so afraid that the gay monster gonna come up, yeah. up your booty you don't realize that like sometimes it's you might friend. be able it's... to find a way to liberate yourself exactly. God forbid that you let your um your cheating ass dad down and, <laughs> and his idea of what a real man is but so what like exactly. you might be able to free yourself in your one life that you have but you're gonna live your life you know being stubborn you know, yeah. ain't nobody trying to make you gay. Nobody gives a fuck who you're sleeping exactly. with. Exactly. Like, nobody. And it's not, like, finding out about, like, you know, that gender is a spectrum. Like, that made me feel so free, like, yeah. in myself. And I'm like, wow, like, even though I do still, like, you know, obviously, like, I love to be called, like, she, her, like, whatever and stuff like that. But just finding out that, like, I can be, like, you know, I can be, like, non-binary, Gender queer, like you know, I could just not really have to be conform. Stu- yeah, conform, and it's so freeing. And people don't understand, like you know, it is very freeing. But what I going back to what I was saying, um, this person got on the train, and this little boy says that looks like a boy, and the little boy's mom smacks shit out of him saying that. Good which, for him. Honestly, that would have been me. And but I didn't believe in it, kids, but good for his little ass. This person was minding their business, just wanted to sit on a train to get. One stop to the next, and some and this child, you know, says something that's violent. That's violent. Calling a trans woman a man is violence. Exactly, it's it's violence. And you know what though? Um, a lot of people they don't want anything to do with trans people or like little. I was talking about this before, like little people mm-hmm. or black people or black women, unless we're providing some type of entertainment for them. Exactly, and that's why um why I'm really upset with the Breakfast Club because even prior to this little Duvall thing, you know they had Janet Mock on the show. Um, right. She is well educated. Well educated, you know, bestseller writer of two books, friends, friends with, with Oprah. Oprah. 
okay, she she she's sitting next to Oprah probably eating croissants and shit. Yeah. And y'all sitting, you really gonna try to disrespect her like she's just common. She's so, a woman that I wish that I was. Like Exactly. Honestly. And they get her on this show because she wants she's thinking, you know, majority Latin Latina and black um, audience, I can use this to educate. They get her on this show and start asking her about her genitals and can she still get what? And, you know, That's making disgusting. her feel uncomfortable and stuff like that. And it's just like, you know, Charlemagne and DJ Envy, and I really don't include Angela Yee in this because she always tries to back herself out of it. But, but I, it is hard she, when you're in a, with men. Like, yeah, it is. Hard. Oh my God, yes, it totally is. But I just wish that they start acting like they're 40 fucking years old because. 40 and to be kicking and asking somebody about their genitals like y'all could like she said y'all could go look that up on youtube if you really wanted to y'all really could exactly like you don't ask cisgender people you don't walk around ask you know about you know their genitals so why would you ask you know a trans person Do about you, but private their private parts and that's their thing that they feel like you know trans people don't have a right to have any type of privacy like a like a regular person exactly or like they just always want to talk about the transiness about the trans of the trans it's like yeah. no it the part of treating someone like a a real person is being letting them educate you without mocking them. It's mm-hmm. the same as when you when I come to work and I have a individual braids or weave and a white woman is asking me about my hair and it's like, see, this is you thinking I'm an accessory. Yeah, again, and, and this and is again, you thinking that I'm just here to make you 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 know. Oh, look at me! I get to you know learn about a black girl. You can look that shit up on YouTube. Exactly, bitch. and some people are so obsessed with oh we can't joke no more. We can't tell jokes nope, and stuff like you that. Sure nope, can't. you sure the fuck can't. It's so many other things sure you can, can. laugh at. <laughs> it's a lot of jokes and out here. All these fucking funny ass memes yeah. that are just not about sex or gender and stuff like that. Like it's fucking uh, screenshots of SpongeBob and Patrick and stuff. Exactly. Like funny ass shit. Like exactly. and y'all mad because y'all can't call a trans woman like, a man. Beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes came out. Like yeah, and y'all still, was, still find a way to, to talk about people's genitals and y'all just like just face just say it out loud. You think being mean is funny? Exactly, and it's not funny. Like it's I'm funny as bitch and I love to laugh and it's just like that's just not funny to me. Like calling a trans woman a man or calling a cisgender woman a man or, or making like somebody uncomfortable yeah, when you know somebody, it hurts. You yeah. Know it hurts and you're still doing it anyway so little Duvall you don't love yourself and you know you can look at him and tell about that because he spent so much of this time on the show talking about his bitches and this that and other you you don't get no bitches like that's number one just like say that you self conscious say that you hate yourself and move on say that you don't understand say that you don't understand because that was the same nigga that was crying in the club and took a picture of it on snapchat and he's a fucking meme that's what you're known for why I'm crying in the club exactly you was crying in the club because your car probably got declined. Yeah, so you know you're you're you he been canceled, but I he don't want to see his name and like Charlemagne, DJ. I'm just really disappointed in them because you really want to cheer for the success of their show. They do some fantastic interviews and give us some iconic moments, but I cannot fucking get down with that yeah. because if you are down for uh, people laughing and mocking, uh. Oppression. You are no better than the people who watch Fox. You are. I'm sorry. You're exactly. no better than you're Donald not. Trump. And you're you're spewing hate. You're fucking with me on this one, or you're not. Friend exactly. or not. That's just how I feel. Because like you said, if people weren't dying, I wouldn't be so passionate. But people, they are. People are dying. Just like you know Trayvon Martin and all the other stuff involving black boys and getting hunted down by police and stuff like that. So just like you can get that, you should be able to get this. Yeah, exactly. Like if if you know, like you know, what I'm saying like if. You, if people treated, you know, trans people as equals, you know, if we wouldn't have to be, you know, having this conversation. But, you know, if you have any questions, definitely, you know, message, you know, specifically me, um, because I have a lot of friends who identify, you know, as, you know, letters through LGBT, you know. And um, so if anybody has any questions, I'm willing to, you know, ask my friends and relate a message to you because, you know, it's just not cool. And it's time to accept people, you know, for who they are. And it's like, it's like I said, it's other things that's funny, but this is something that is not funny at all. And it just never will be funny. Especially when you, le- I'm too, I'm too smart. I'm too smart to let like ignore it. To and, ignore, and to ignore it's it. It's not okay. It's yeah, not all right. Exactly. And it's, you know, it's, it's just, again, too, it's too smart. Too smart. So, 
All right, if we can, let's just make it a goal to end it in 2017. And you can reach, I'm just confrontational sometimes, so you can reach out to me too if you got something to say. Blackgirlbrunch yeah. at gmail.com exactly. or our social um Social media. Social media like outlets, just Instagram, ed- Twitter, whatever. Educate yourself. Like, it just feels so much better when you're not worried about somebody else and cranky. Like, you know? Yep, that should be everybody mood. Yeah. My your, your own goddamn business, your own money. Yeah, make y'all sure you think y'all mind. You think you mind in your own business, but you actually are not. Yeah, just make sure your sheets is clean and it's you know everything's going good with you. <laughs> yeah. Like Black China Mom said, yeah, is your honey. fridge clean? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not talking about your. I'm talking about the little onions. Like, make sure your fridge is clean and your your shit is together. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so we're done with the sunken place for today, and we're moving on to common senses. So we're gonna keep it short today because you know what? This is just like a funny subject it was just like funny to us we're talking about curving and getting curved so first we're going to talk about the curving so when I was growing up I used to be real sensitive and like really bad at telling people I did not like them because I had my did like them that I did not like them. Oh, you did Yeah. Oh, shit. So yeah. when I did not like people, I didn't want to hurt their feelings because I had got my feelings hurt so many times. I just could I always said, I can't understand how, like, somebody could be so mean and so hurtful and so insensitive. Yeah. So if somebody liked me and they didn't like me, I would have anxiety about trying to politely tell them no. You know? <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. I would be really, really bad at it. Um, I, I even was like, I'm, I'm kind of still bad at it because I'll just ghost people or I'll say nothing at all. Like I can never sit somebody down and be like, Hey, you know what? You're a nice person, but I'm not interested. Like I won't say anything because I can't bring myself to say it. I love, um, telling people the truth. <laughs> so that's my, I'm like obsessed with the truth, but it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the name of your first um, autobiography, obsessed with the truth. chasing truth, but <laughs> that's a good one. But no, I never really had that problem. Cause again, being facially challenged growing Stop up. Stop saying it. I, so no, I was actually really adorable, but people were trying to play me like I was ugly. But I didn't have that problem. I, my thing was, I was scared to tell people that I liked them. I'm scared I didn't of that too. Know. Yeah. I'm scared <laughs> but, of everything. But no, I did have a moment like that because I remember I was like in sixth grade and I didn't even like this boy and people just thought that I liked him. They was like, y'all go together? Y'all go together? Oh and then God, the next day, so, like, the, the next worst. day we broke up because I was <laughs> the like... Pressure, societal pressure. I'm like, I looked at him and I just start getting disgusted. Like, that happens to me even now. Like, if somebody wants to be with me or whatever and like, they like, and I'll look at him and I'm like, I get so disgusted. I'm like, I don't like you. Oh my God. Like, I'm a, I'm a big fan of ghosting people but there was one time like, I had, I was like, I had so much anxiety. I think I was in a sixth grade too there was this boy we used to sing on choir together because I again like I always talk about how like many like I grew up with a lot of boy cousins so I was never afraid to make friends with boys because in my head everybody was like my cousins Mm -hmm. so this guy apparently liked me but I didn't see it um and all of a sudden he started bringing me shit to school like I remember one time he brought me this like candle it was like shaped like a pumpkin with sparkles in it and I avoided that nigga for the rest of sixth grade. Yvonne that happened to me I remember I told you that that certain somebody oh um, yeah yeah that oh my gosh Mm -mm. this boy got me this um on Valentine's Day got me this I think I was in like fifth grade and he got got me this um like this uh this thing from Hallmark that like moved it was like a cat and it purred oh, and it you was got like Hallmark? Wild, and it was like wild thing and oh my gosh I had a fucking anxiety attack I'm like do not put me on the spot like this nigga was chasing me he was balling though he went to Hallmark he was, but he was this chasing, nigga got this shit from like uh, Dollar Tree <laughs> he was chasing me like my whole life almost until he got with a certain somebody but like you know yeah. I'm not gonna disclose well, yeah that. we ain't gonna talk about that cause that's just another story for another time <laughs> Um, but, um, yeah, I, I'm definitely not a fan of curving people. Like, I don't think it's funny. Like, it's only not time funny. I, the only time I think curving people is funny is when they try to come for me. Or like, it's funny when they don't care. Like, they keep coming oh, yeah, back. Like that's, that. that is pretty hilarious. But there's been times where, like. Honestly, I'm, I'm like that. Like, if I like, because, like, it was this, um, so this boy is this, oh, my God, this cute-ass black vegan boy and if you listening Chris please answer my message but, oh my god no we but, I'm about to get you some water but it's this cute first of all I'm like be my fucking friend like I don't have like a lot of like black vegans and you cute as shit and vegan and like just imagine like you know like his name. like you know like sleeping with another vegan cause I don't be wanting to like you know lay down with these boys that eat meat but anyway okay. he, I right. mean even though I do but he is this cute as <laughs> Like vegan boy, and he and he messaged me back. 
um, on Tinder, he asked me, like, why did I go vegan or whatever? And I answered him. Then he didn't answer me back. So I messaged him again. I said, um, hey. Uh, <laughs> like, I hit him with the, uh, hey, like, and I put the, like, hand emoji waving. I'm like, be my fucking friend, you know? I can't do that, yo. I cannot do it. I can love you with all of my heart. <laughs> My stubborn Leo <laughs> ass will not say anything. But sometimes I can't tolerate being curved. Yeah. Being curved, like I start being like turning into Kanye West. I'm like, you gonna do that to me? <laughs> Nigga, you know who I am? You know who the fuck I am? But you know, like what? I get crazy. like it is it's just I'm like, yo, cause what is it? Like what is it about exactly. me? Exactly. What is it about me? You think I'm not pretty, you think I'm not cute, you think I'm <laughs> not you ambitious. Be going crazy. Yeah, cause See? I'm like, who the fuck do you think you are now? And I wanna curse you out. <laughs> but you know, technically I didn't get curved because I don't be because technically I didn't get curved like I don't be opening I don't be opening my act like that all the time like there was a time like I went through months like now I was starting a conversation with somebody and I went open tender again so like maybe that happened maybe he lost his phone or something but so technically how, so how does that technically you did not get curved technically I didn't get curved because I said I didn't okay so you're full of <laughs> shit is what you're telling me maybe, but you know what getting so. curved in real life though like I can't imagine like it hasn't happened to me yeah, outside of that boy telling me to get lost because I ain't smoke weed, but that <laughs> I'm gonna take that as a a, a mutual curve because we no. was we was curving each other like we was literally like curves like throwing curves everywhere. But you know my favorite thing to do is my my new line that I do now. Um, when boys like they be like, like I want you this, I'm like you don't even know me. I know. Or I'll say you don't know that like if you want me, but that's like me kind of curving them. Yeah, that's me kind of curving up. I just like. But for real, you don't know if you want me because, I know. like, I don't fucking eat me. I'm fucking loud. Like, I like yeah, everything. Everything <laughs> stresses me out. Like, yeah. it's just it's a lot that I'm goes annoying. in with that. Like, um, right now I'm curving somebody because, like, um, I agreed to let them back into my life, and then immediately I remembered why I let them out in the first place. Nice. And I was just like, oh, my God, like, now I don't want to casually step out. But <laughs> also, I assured them that I would be their friend forever. So now it's just like, what the fuck? Like, I don't want to be involved with you anymore. Like like you said, you look at people and you just be like, yo. You like, disgusted. Yeah, I'm disgusted, not even because of how he look or anything. It's just like we on two different wavelengths. People don't know about compatibility. They yeah. just be like, you cute. I'm cute. You black. I'm black. Yeah. That's not enough. Like that's not we are twenty. I like. I'm. That's what I be trying to tell because these niggas be thinking because like, I got a big butt and stuff like that. They're like, oh, she wants some other shit. But for real, for real, like I be on some fucking like Atlanta's Morissette type shit. Like I'm not that fucking video vixen. <laughs> exactly. I'm not. Like exactly. Like it's just I can I can recognize that we're not compatible. So I'm not curving you just because I simply don't think you're cute or because like I think I'm better than you. It's because we're wasting our fucking time. Yeah, and I just want to. Love you. wasting time and yeah. just going in and out of dating. What? No, like that's not fun. I'm gonna save you. I'm gonna save, save me some stress and mm-hmm. I'm gonna save you some disappointment and you can get your ass on. But yeah, because curving, it ain't gonna work. But like when I now, like when I was younger, that she's hurt my feelings. But like now, it don't really like. I'm like, if you curve me, you know what? It's cool. It's cool. Cause even though I want that vegan boy to be my friend. It's cool. Like, it's cool. That takes a lot of confidence to be okay with being curved, too. Yeah. And that's what I've been thinking. I'm like, maybe I do. I need to work on my confidence. But no, it's the opposite. My confidence is so high that I don't get it. Like, like, I'm confused when people aren't interested in it. Also, I'm, like, on such a a whore high. Like, I'm on such a whore (laughs) high that, like, I can't even commit to liking some. Like, for instance, like, I remember I told you I like my neighbor now. Yeah. But now, I'm like, do I like him? Like, do I like my neighbor? Like, do I want to shoot my shot? Because I'm in a messy mood. And I'm like, I could say something to him. And he gonna be next door. See, that's, don't, be next don't be messy with the neighbor. Uh-uh, yeah, because I already know. did that shit being messy with, like, a nigga that live around my way. So yeah, don't, oh my I gosh. still gotta see him. Now I know communities. Like, nah, 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 nah. Nope. But I just, I just don't, like the idea of someone saying no to me because I don't shoot my shot often so when I shoot it I'm like oh this nigga lucky I be I'm like about to- Kobe 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 <laughs> nope. I be shooting my shot with one and then I shoot my shot with the other within the same hour like I told like I'm on a whole high so like 
I can't even like really. I feel like my um, these are alternative facts. Like <laughs> these, like I'm really not being because I'm I'm blinded right now and I want high. So maybe you know maybe next year I'll feel different. But like right now I'm like oh you curved me cool. This one, this one, this one. See this one. when I see a special guy, I'm like Pikachu. I choose you. Like I really <laughs> see, think I that it's special. I'm like okay, like and I be assuming people know me and how picky I am, so I be getting real mad about that. So yeah. bottom line is I don't like. Being curved or curving people, um, it's just something I'm not comfortable with. Like, and I know that it's like the like it's funny to people, but I'm just like, no, like it's so mean. Like curving yeah, people, yeah, so because you don't know what people be going through, like confidence like and stuff yeah. like that. And that could, that's the makings of a savage. Like you could start turning somebody into a savage by being rude to them. I'm about to say, look and at then, me. And then it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like a domino effect into their next yeah. relationship. So, okie doke, guys. That's it for common sense, sis. Um, and actually, that's it for the show. Just yep. um. I'm trying to think. Do I even have any shout outs? I think my little cousin Deja be listening. Oh, yeah. Which I'm nervous oh, sh- about. Shout out to um, uh, Aremus. Aremus. Oh, absolutely. Aremis. Yeah. So we're going to shout out to Aremus Jewelry. Um, as you all know, we're doing a beauty giveaway. No, I'm and sorry. So- we're doing a jewelry media. giveaway. Yeah, we're doing a jewelry giveaway. Uh, it's called. Um, Queenly self, and there's an opportunity that you can save, like um, that you can win all these, ju- all this cool jewelry. Sorry, I can't talk all of a sudden, like my social media is going off. But definitely check us out on Instagram <laughs> for a chance to enter um, this contest. Our Instagram is um, Iman. Well, mine is Iman Mate, but our our podcast Instagram is Black Girl Brunch. Twitter BLK Girl Brunch, and through those channels, you could definitely find me and Sabria. Yes, and I love her jewelry. I was looking on there, and it's I will beautiful. definitely be ordering some things. Exactly. She uh, sent us some really pretty earrings, so we're going to take a picture of it, and we'll let you all, you know, see what her, her stuff looks like. Just go check her page out. Like, outside of the content, um, the contest, she creates this stuff. It's so, like, powerful, and, like, black girls just be doing cool shit, y'all. Just yes, check I it out. Like, all right, so you got any plans for the weekend? <laughs> um. Yes, I'm going to um uh, thing uh hyperbole queen um drag show. Oh yes, absolutely. And, yes, and I got quaint this week, so I can throw you know my dollars at the girls, and also um uh, vegan. Uh, there's a vegan pop up shop, and I'm gonna go there. That's cool. Um, and also this time I'm going to live tweet on Sunday because. Um, yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to live tweet on Sunday because there's not a family reunion this Sunday. So oh. I can do it. Well, me and my family, we um, we meet up at my Uncle Wamp house. And his name Uncle Wamp. So you know <laughs> you say, know he know how to get down on the grill. It. You just said it like everybody know him. Well, y'all all should know Uncle Wamp. He know how to grill his ass <laughs> off. You know, he got connections at the Crab Shack. So the seafood, <laughs> the crabs and stuff going to be on deck. And like I'm about to stop eating seafood, so I'm going in. So that's what I'm doing on Saturday. And on Sunday, it's actually I'm going out for my little birthday dinner with my family. My birthday is going to be actually the next time I'm in the studio to see you guys, um, August 8th, if anyone wants to wish me, you know, happy Yes, birthday, anybody so. wants to slide anything through the PayPal, you Well, know. I wasn't going to ask for gifts, but you know what, you know, <laughs> if they do. Anyway, thank you all again for listening to this episode of Black Girl Brunch. We'll be back next week. Bye. Peace.